passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. From superchargers, roof rack, exhaust kits, LED lights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with the eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts that you need at the prices that you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Okay. Two Live Jew is in effect. Can you say something for me real quick? Hello, can am I coming Yeah, I just want to make sure. Yeah. Yeah. We're good. Great. I feel feel so much better. Do you? Yeah. Why? Cuz the week's almost over. Fuck yeah, it is. <laughs> Dude, I um it's weird. I feel like it is almost just as stressful to try to do things to eliminate stress. Does that make sense? Like when you're trying to hold it together, you're like, don't don't let it get out of hand because you're going to blow shit up in your head and make it a lot worse than it needs to be. Um, so I feel like, you know, letting stress just get carried away isn't good. But then also I feel like I'm doing all these things, breathing techniques and just getting my mind right. And that shit takes a lot of energy. And then that stresses me out. Yeah. Does that I'm, make sense? Yes, absolutely. And that, to keep it together is stressful. It's, so. uh, I mean, what's been the biggest stress? Oh, I don't know. Letting everyone down. Oh, okay. Letting Bubba down, letting myself down, letting my team down, fucking up beyond repair, oh, leaving a mic on, which I did yesterday by accident. I, I think I left Jay's mic on and it was catching people talking. Thank God no one was screaming the N-word, so we were okay. <laughs> but, you know, then I forget Next Gen 2 is up and it's down and I didn't put, you know, whatever. And listen, at the end of the day, I just tell myself, it's just radio, Anna. Like... No one's going to die. Someone might get fired. Because like, I like to play worst case scenario. Yeah. I you mean, know, that's my favorite game. Nothing, nothing, you can't do anything. Nothing can happen. Like, it's not like, you know. Oh, really, things can happen. What have you, what's been your, when you've gone through worst case scenario, has it of been? Of course. I'm has, like, what's worst case? I get fired. That's the worst case. Like, if I just totally fuck up and I just start, you know, I leave all the mics on. Everyone just starts chanting the N word, or you know, all right, saying just, the F bomb. I want to clear that out. We don't chant the N word every Sometimes day. Sometimes we don't. Right. I just want to say it's, it's a lot of chanting the N word stuff. That's worst case scenario. Those, Suddenly Brian starts N word, N word. I'm like, no, the mics are on. The Monday and Tuesday N word chants are when I'm not here. I just wanted mm. to just let everybody know that. Uh, I I get it. I just feel like this is just. Maybe in a different setting, I think I would feel all of your anxieties, but I just feel like it's just Bubba that you that you have to worry about. And I know that's not just Bubba, but I just have to focus on one person. And I, I don't know. Can I tell you what the worst is? Yeah. And this sounds insane, but I, I honestly think I need to contact BetterHelp because it's getting out of hand. <laughs> I It's me. I'm the problem. It's me. Not to quote, you know, the prophecy of Taylor Swift, but I am... I am so mean to myself, Seth. Like, and, and I make jokes about it, but in all seriousness, 
the things I allow myself to say to myself, not out loud sometimes, but mostly just in my head, I can't even imagine saying that to another human being. Like, I would just never speak to anybody that way. I mean, that should that should tell you, you know, everything you need to know right there. But you yeah. already you already know. It's just I mean, that's here's the thing, man. I, I this is just one example, uh, you know, from when I worked with Drew and mm-hmm. Drew was Drew was so hard on himself. Like, you know, what would he like? Just, he would he would he would let you in on that. I, I mean, I was with him, you know, we're with him every day, you know, an hour yeah. before the show. So, I mean, he would talk about, you know, things going back to, you know, getting married and, you know, having a kid and just all all of these things that are like so far in the past. You know, I just I would talk to him and be like, you know, dude, like it's t- everybody says love yourself, love yourself. And mm-hmm. I, I don't know how you necessarily do that, but I know <laughs> I know how to not hate myself, you know, mm. so I just saw, how do you do that? I don't it's just I don't know. It, it, Give it, me your wisdom. It's not good. You know, I know. And he finally, you know, he finally realized it. And, you know, I don't I'm talking to him and stuff. I don't know where he's at, you know, mentally. I'm sure he's a lot better. Mm-hmm. But I just feel like uh, it's just easier said than done. That's that's the thing yeah. that fucking sucks. I'm working on it. Like I try to catch myself. Sometimes it runs away from me. But that was one of my goals for this year is to just be more mindful about the things I'm saying to myself. Like it's just not nice. It's not getting me any closer to my goal. It's not making me feel less anxious. It's not accomplishing anything at all. So it needs to be done away with. But that is honestly the person I fear the most is myself, which is so bizarre. Like, for example, if I'm hosting and everyone tells me that I did well, which has happened before, you did great, you did great. If I feel like I didn't do my best, I assume everyone is lying. I go, I know what good is. And I've made a determination that today was a bad day for me. And all these people are just trying to be nice. No. Like, they're just lying to my face and so it doesn't even matter and then and the converse is true as well where it's like if everyone is telling me i did bad but i'm like i knew i fucking nailed it like it doesn't really matter what they say so it's really really fucking bizarre but i'm extremely hard on myself and i think that that is i have such high expectations i think this is what i boiled it down to because there i had an episode yesterday where i was just in a bad headspace and I'm like, yesterday was, a great, yesterday was the best fucking I know, show. I know, dude. I fucking know. What happened? What happened? I don't know. I had it? like, a, it, I had a, a mental break. I feel like I, it was after jujitsu, and I was just not doing well. And I convinced myself that m- me actually doing more, like practicing jujitsu more, I was actually getting worse. I had convinced myself that I've been, unlike any person they've ever seen, where actually with more practice, I'm actually getting worse. Oh, man. So Why did you get roughed up yesterday? Well, again, I was with maybe like 14 men. Okay. So, yeah, I was getting roughed up, which was fine, but I was just doing dumb shit. And um, I just had convinced my, like, it wasn't like a panic attack or anything, but I just caught myself being really mean to myself. And I was like, why do, why do I talk to myself this way? Is this like, do I have, have I unearthed some deep-seated self-esteem issues that, I mean, I was yeah. raised just fine. Like, yeah, I wasn't beat. No one fucked me when I was a kid. I wasn't bullied really at all. So like. I feel like I should have no problems, but alas, well, so many problems. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't. I think the problems are going to be there, you know, no matter how well yeah. you're raised. But 
and this is you don't you already go deep with your thinkings. I wouldn't expect you to take this turn, but when yeah. you're thinking about okay, you decided in your head the show is good or the show sucked. People coming up to you and telling you the show's good, if they are lying to you, which I don't, you know, I know I told you that I wasn't lying, but if I was, <laughs> yeah. but if I was, yeah. Wouldn't that mean that I liked you enough to want to make you feel good? Like I feel like as a, I think that, w- that would be worse for me. People do, you, do this in jujitsu to me when I'm doing dumb shit. They're like, "Oh wow, you almost got me." Some guy said that to me yesterday. Yeah, and I was like, "Don't pity me. Like, don't treat me like a child." You know? Yeah. That I, that makes me feel worse. I would much rather be like, "You fucking suck." What's you stupid? At least I know then that I can trust you when you're telling me the truth. Man, I'm so. Don't pity me. Like, pity is just the fucking worst. You're man. so you're so complex, aren't and, I? And, I'm so deep and dark, like a poet or you're, something you're only getting it's you're only getting more difficult though mm-hmm. like I, and i know that you're working on so many things like i'm i'm generally sitting here going like man i hope that anna can get on the right track because this just fucking even throughout your day whether you're fucking throwing up from anxiety or whether you're just beating yourself up like you just it's life is just not about that you know i, know. I don't i don't know what it's about but i know it's not about you know you know telling yourself how much you suck so it it's it, it blows that you're in that fucking headspace for any amount of time during a day yeah, it's not good. I I was recently listening to that part podcast. I think we talked about it a couple of weeks ago about happiness, and in it he de- he describes four different types of personalities, and it they're four because it's like related to everyone else. Let me explain what it is. So <laughs> basically, there's like the mad scientist. So they surveyed like a bunch of people, and they said. Do you think, again, this is all like self-reporting, so I don't know how reliable it is, but it was like how compared to the rest of your cohort, your your group, your the people around you, do you feel good emotions more intensely and do you feel negative emotions more intensely than the rest of the people around you? So it's all self-reporting. So in the like upper right quadrant, you have people that he called the mad scientists. And I think that's what I am where you feel positive emotions really intensely. That That's me all day. Like over the weekend, I was having, I have really like reflective moments where, you know, I'm with my significant other or I'm with a good friend or something. And I'm like, fuck, man, life is good. Life is great. I feel amazing. I'm healthy. I can walk. Like I just feel so grateful for everything I have. And then the next day I can have a situation like I had yesterday where I just, I, something triggers me and I just fucking go in down a dark, dark hole and I feel negative emotions more intensely than everybody How'd else. How'd you get out of it yesterday? I mean, did you talk? Took a just- shower. Okay. Maybe maybe cried a little, okay. but got over it and then ate. Oftentimes it's just like, I just need to eat. <laughs> like maybe I'm just hungry. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Well, not, not, not just because I'm hungry, but like, you know, that kind of comforts me, right? Like you, you food a lot is of, comforting. Yeah. You listen to a lot of shit that's going on through your head. If it's all solved by food, I mean, let's get I the mean, woman some hummus. All, it wasn't all. I did have hummus. <laughs> it was good as fuck. But I think it's just like I took, I did things to change my brain chemistry. So I took like a warm shower, right? Like that helped me like calm down. Then I, you know, got changed and I'm doing chores. Mindless chores help me a lot, like dishes, 
the laundry, whatever work. Got to stay moving, right? Yes, like around I'm the house. moving. I'm I'm being productive, even though it's like just doing chores. It keeps like my body busy, and I'm moving, and I'm like I'm not just sitting and wallowing. You know that helped. And then you know, um, I I ate some food. I watched some. I learned some stuff about glycolysis, which I've been all about lately. I'm big into metabolism. Just nerdy shit. You got your you got your baseball cards. I got my glycolysis. Hey, listen, I'm not you know? judging. I'm just trying to find out. I just wanted to try to find out how you got yourself out of it because you know if i get into a situation i'm mm-hmm. i'm taking my medicine you know so i wanted to see kind of what you did you said I you just know, write it out you had to change your to change your brain chemistry yeah usually i just tell myself you know I'm, I'm not one to usually quote the bible but sometimes it comes in handy when oh they're boy. just like this too shall pass so i'm just like, <laughs> so I'm just like yeah I'll, I'll feel better like i'll i know i can't feel like shit forever everything changes everything is constantly in flux so i just started you know just doing things around the house that kind of helped me and it just kind of faded like it was just a a bad moment and i told myself it was gonna pass and it did and everything ended up being just fine are you still convinced yesterday sucked no no it wasn't yesterday i had convinced myself yesterday even though we had the best show of the week yesterday up i think today was great too actually um both days i'd say monday and tuesday you know probably weren't the best if i were to you know judge my performance our performance but wednesday thursday great like i think i think we're we're getting the hang of it sort of a thing. Absolutely. But I just, I got myself in a little hole where I was just like, I've reached my, like, limitations i it doesn't matter how hard i try i'm just gonna be stuck in this rut and then i was like why do i feel this way about like i was genuinely surprised that i was thinking these thoughts when i feel like i have no evidence for them i'm like Anna, you did fine like i was like my own best friend where i was like well what are you crying like why are you being upset like you you did great you know jujitsu you're trying I, I don't know what it was it just kind of i think it was just maybe the stress of the week and weeks you know things happening in your private life or whatnot and it just kind of builds up and then some weird thing triggers it and it was just more of like a release of energy do you feel like you need therapy like you need oh to yeah talk probably to- i mean i think everyone could benefit from therapy yeah i mean you'd, so. be, you'd be open to it absolutely I've, I've done therapy before i just it feels like you're you know you're, you're your own worst enemy and your own best friend I am. It just it's and it seems fucking, like a, a horrible threesome. Yeah, it is it's not so good to be myself and I. <laughs> I think it's also like I think my OCD is getting a little bit worse as well. I have a lot of um, all that shit only gets worse. On yeah, I'm obsessive just, yeah. thoughts and stuff. But uh, again, the way that I've I've lived my whole life with it is that it it there's peaks and valleys. You know, there's some days where or, or some periods of time where it's less aggressive and then other days where it seems to be the the focal point of you know i i need to wash my hands now like i did that today once i hope no one noticed it but or <laughs> no. i was just like i had the impulse to just go wash my hands for no reason um okay i get the impulse to put hand, you know hand sanitizer on my yeah, hands yeah so. yeah but um you know when that starts taking up lots of time that's when you need to like you talk to the doctor about it but I, much like we were talking about with Jay, I, I was given tools about how to kind of manage it better. And I think I've been using them somewhat well. It's it's not nearly as bad as it used to be when I was in my early 20s. But still, sometimes it kind of shows its ugly face, its ugly head pops out. And I think it was just a combination of things that, um, and I, I had a moment, like it passed, we're good, but 
Hey, crying's the best fucking way. Dude, I feel fucking great after a cry. Right? I mean, it's just this release. Whether it's just accidental, you know, whatever, see a commercial, think of, you know, somebody that may have passed, like whatever it is, man. Like that that's why, you know, I'm a firm believer in uh, some sort of, you know, higher power because mm. just the way that everything is programmed, the way it comes together, it's like you get your sadness out by crying, but then after that, like it can make you feel better. Absolutely. So it just, I feel like all that stuff was, you know, kind of thought up by, you know, somebody that's, you know, in charge of us or whatever, however that works. But yeah. th- those are the small things where I'm like, wow, like that's the we can we can feel better without having to take medicine because, you know, we just have to get these emotions it's out programmed of programmed. Yeah. Or way. do certain things. That's or, you know, even when people, you know, die and you have to move on. I know it's obviously harder, you know, than for some than others, sure. but like we've always been programmed that like that we got to you got to keep going. You yeah, got to keep going. We're resilient. Yeah. We're so, resilient people. I, again, I don't know what, uh, I don't know where that, uh, all that programming stuff came from, but I just, uh, no, I like it. You know, I just, I want to, you know, make sure that you're, you're on the right track. What, oh, yeah. You mentioned, you mentioned like your goals and stuff. Like what are there more, do you have more personal goals than professional goals? I feel like you're kind of where you want to be professionally. Is there what? Uh, yeah, I'm certainly where I want to be professionally. I certainly want to be here for a long time. It, it was more of like personal goals and uh, s- stress management. It seemed to be like the theme I chose for myself this year as as far as things to work on because uh, I was not managing stress very well at all. Uh, I would say in December, I was just kind of like letting it get away from me and telling myself I had no control over the situation. And during that week off that we, I mean, yeah, you were here at the time. During that week off that we had the last week of December um, up until like January 2nd, I did a lot of sitting, reflecting. I spent a lot of time like at home or around my home and just like biking, walking, running, doing shit like that. And I was just like, why, why am I letting people like steal my peace? Because I'm in control of my mind and I'm in control of my emotions. Things may get to me, but ultimately I told myself that I'm in the driver's seat here, not the other way around where, you know, things happen to you and then you just react. I was like, so I started reading Meditations by Marcus Aurelius, who is one of the great Stoics. And that that sort of helped as well, where it was just like the person who is, you know, the most firm and in control is the one who has, you know, the most the most happiness in their life because they don't allow other people to steal their joy. But also they're not relying on other people for validation. Did you did you meditate or just read about meditating? No, it's the book. is It's called meditation. Oh, it's called that. Okay. (laughs) You haven't done any meditating yet? Dude, I know this sounds crazy. It's one of the few things that I haven't done that much of, but I'm real scared to just sit with my own thoughts. You can't. It's it's yeah. I don't think you'll be able to do it and I'm not able to do it, but I will tell you that I found out when it's almost like when I lay I can do it when I'm getting ready to go to sleep and I'll yeah. lay down and all of a sudden like I know that there's stuff going on around me, but like there's, I, I I'm completely blank inside, and like Ooh, that, that's the goal, dude. I know. Well, that's I don't. It's never. I never. I don't sit down to meditate all, but it, it's like I'll lay down in bed, and to, you know, to take a nap or something, and like that'll be part of it, you know, before I go to bed or I'll mm-hmm. wake. And when I come out of it, I'm like, holy shit! Like I feel very refreshed. So Good. I'm not sitting here saying like you got to meditate. I'm saying I have meditated by accident. I can't. <laughs> I can't sit and go. All right, I'm not going to think about anything. Like that's just fucking right. impossible. But here's 
the thing, though, that I've learned about meditation, because here's me about meditation. I like learning about it, but I don't do it. Uh, I have done it in the past, or I should say I've attempted it in the past. As like last year, I was trying to do it and kind of work it into my you know, weekend morning routine because it's a bit hard to, to do that during the week. Yeah, oh yeah. But um, I would do guided meditations because I feel like I need someone to be talking. Like I need someone's voice who's not mine to be telling me what to do. Yeah, well they tell you not to think of anything but you gotta, then you have to listen to them tell you what to do with the breathing and all that. I, I don't I get know, it. But again, that's because I'm a, I'm a noob. I'm a newbie. So I can't just sit there and like not do anything, not think of anything. Do I open my eyes, close my eyes? So I know the the goal is to essentially erase your thoughts, but while you're trying to get to that, and I hear that it takes many, many years of practicing and being a monk or some shit and going in the Himalayas and Nepal and being in a cave for four days with no light or food or water or anything, <laughs> that's how they do it. But, you know, I, I live in the 21st century in, in Florida, so how am I going to do it? I need a guided meditation. My, my friend who I got into radio, uh, Fisher, who was over there at Cox. and You got him into radio? No, I'm sorry. He got me. He got, I interned for him. I don't oh, know oh, what oh. the fuck I was saying. Sorry. Yeah. I was trying to give it some big intro. It didn't fucking matter. <laughs> Fisher, my good friend, yeah, yeah. was Baker acted, you know, <gasps> like 10 years ago. That. What's that? I didn't know that. Yes. Yeah. He was Baker acted. T- talked about it. Yeah. I think we talked about it a couple of times. I don't know where, but mm. um, yes, he was Baker acted for entering another person's home and all this stuff. And pretty much what he was doing was like, he was in the middle of like, he was, his dad had just passed when he was dealing with that, but he was also in like some sort of meditative state when he was doing it. Like hypnotized or something? I don't know. Either way, you know, he did his few days, you know, we got Baker acted, came out and, you know, he meditates and it was, I saw it from the start and he has one of those brains like, us where it doesn't stop he tells me he can go meditate for like two and a half fucking hours now no way. yeah and you know what though it took years yes it's, it's a practice but it's you know you can get there and I, I tell you what like i hate to say this but man if he could do it i think almost anybody can do it okay. like that's how i that's the person closest to me that i've seen let me ask you this is, yeah. he, is he jewish no. Oh. No, he's not. Okay. No, no. Mm-hmm. It's not. It's Fisher without a C. So that's why, yeah, he's <laughs> okay. uh, not Jewish at all. Fan, he loves the Jewish people, but not, uh, not okay, Jewish. Okay, I thought maybe he's of the Ashkenazi variety. No. Okay. No, no, he's a redneck from Ocoee, Florida. So <laughs> my he, bad. My yeah, bad. no, no. He's he, he's cool. I just, I saw that I saw that work for him. I saw him able to do it, or I would have just thought meditation was almost not even real, because like I said, there's not really anybody else in my life that I know that uses it. Everybody swears by it. Everybody says download an app and, you know, all this shit, yeah. but just I'm just telling you I've done it accidentally and it makes me feel good. I'm not saying that's the solution for anything you're going through. I just know while you're reading about it, it could be something that maybe you just stumble upon one yeah, day. Yeah, no, I mean, like I said last year I did try to kind of work it in, but I just I really I I don't like it. I don't because I'm not good at it and because much like you, and I don't think it's just people like us, Jews, crazy, neurotic. I think everybody like if they're just sitting there doing nothing, their mind starts racing, they go to dark places yep. perhaps or they just they just they just start cuz me thinking and worrying are the same thing. Like all of my thoughts, not all of them, but many of them are about worrying about what just happened worrying about the future and i'm constantly like smacking myself in the head to try to stay present oh man so i feel like meditation helps with that and the guided meditations that i used to do would be like focus on your breath and they talk like focus on your breath 
focus on, you know, relaxing your toes and then your knees and, you know, stuff like that. I can't do that, man. That, it, it's nice. How do you relax your fucking toes? I don't know. <laughs> but you just focus on your toes instead of, you know, worrying about your stresses. Hey, if you were able to do that, I mean, that is, that's awesome. Like, I think that you, I keep reading the book, like, keep trying it. It's just, I know for people that have similar brains like us where, you know, again, I can't have an idle mind. It took me a long time where I was like, oh, I'm tired from, you know, working or I'm going to come home and, you know, just chill. And then the chill just turns into like oh, stress fu- fest. Oh, fuck. I looked at everything on my phone. I'm all caught up there. Like, yeah. okay, now what do I worry about? Let's go ahead and worry about my daughter growing up. Let's <laughs> yeah. go ahead and worry about like, you know, when you know my parents pass or whatever. Like, let's go ahead and just start worrying about, you know, things not working out where I can't, you know, afford to pay you know, the rent I'm going to be up on the street. My daughter's going to be on the pole trying to take care of her parents. I haven't gotten to the pole part yet, yeah, but okay. I'm not, I'm, I, you know, it's in play. Yeah. I mean, on a, I wanted to be honest with you. Part of the other night when I had my uh, anxiety attack and I threw up for the first time in a while and, yeah. I, and I was reflecting on what, what triggered me, it, I think it is, what triggered me was be, talking about my anxiety, I think, so much over the past couple of weeks, whether it's been on the show or specifically on this podcast and mm-hmm. it kind of like, it kind of came to light where I kind of started reflecting a, a back to when I was, you know, I would make myself sick and, you know, all that. Oh, no. It's 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 really weird. There, I didn't mean to make you realize. No, no, no. It's not your fault. I'm just okay. saying. Like, now I, I'm gonna go worry about that for no, the next hour. <laughs> it was that. It was. I get I get for my other job. I get mailed a check. You know, so mm-hmm. it's like I'm sitting here waiting for a fucking check in the mail. Like, and you know, rent's due today, and yes. I'm just like, and I'm like, why am I worried about this? Is there some other way I should get money? And it's like, am I letting my family down? Like, who yes. else? Who yes, else? That. Who, yeah, it's like who else is waiting by the mailbox? You know, for this check. Why? I should I shouldn't be here at 42 or 36 or whatever. <laughs> I always think about that. I'm like, am I? Where I need to be, because you think about like growing up or uh, I would say, you know, from like infancy to toddler to being a kid, there's these landmarks that you hit. When are they talking? When are they walking? When are they, uh, you know, fucking right, fucking (laughs) whatever the case may be. Like there are certain landmarks that you hit as a child. But then once you hit, you know, you pass puberty, there's no more landmarks. And so you're constantly just gauging by the people around you that are about your age. You're like. Are these people married? Do they have children? Should I have children? Should I be done with college? Should I know my career? I feel lost. Do they feel lost? Do they have it figured out? I don't feel like I have it figured out. I'm 36. I feel like I'm 12. Then I talk to a 12-year-old. I'm not 12. I'm 36. I'm a grown-ass woman. I'm middle-aged. Oh, shit. I'm going to die. Half my life is over. This is super sad. They always talk about, you know, thinking about the future, the future. And then I'm like, Anna, the future is now. And then as soon as the future... Have you ever thought about why your wireless bill is so damn expensive? It's all just radio waves. How much can a radio wave really cost? Seems like wireless got together and decided, I don't know, 100 bucks a month or so. I think the people will buy it. What choice are they going to have? Now, thanks to Mint Mobile, you're going to have a choice, my friend. Right now, Mint Mobile has wireless plans starting at $15 a month. That's unlimited talk and text for only 15 a month. Mint Mobile's service in comparison to the big providers are is just as crystal clear and just as good. You're just saving a lot of money. For anybody who hates their phone bill, Mint Mobile offers premium wireless for only 15 bucks a month. All plans come with unlimited talk and text and high-speed data delivered on the nation's largest 5G network. Choose from 3, 6, or 12-month plans and say goodbye to that monthly phone bill. Mint Mobile gives you the best rate whether you're buying for one or a whole entire family and at mint family start at two lines use your own phone with any mint mobile plan and keep your same number along with all your existing contacts 
switch to Mint Mobile and get your first three months of premium wireless service starting at just 15 bucks a month. To get your new wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month and get the plan shipped to your door for free, you got to go to mintmobile.com forward slash Bubba. That's mintmobile.com forward slash Bubba. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com forward slash Bubba. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Sure is the future. Then I only got five years left where all this cardio I did comes into play and then I'm just waiting to die. And I just think about this stuff all the time. You know, you need you you need something. I need better you need, help. You need something. You need turmeric. You need something. <laughs> you and Anna, I don't know what this could be. Anything from yeah. having a kid to finding the right medication. Like it could be mm. anything that that gets you out of that mindset. Because I am right there with you. I mean, especially it being my birthday. Like yeah, you're reflecting. I'm going. Holy shit! Like another year. Well, I'm like, okay, I'm 42, but I feel, again, like you said, I feel like I'm 12. Like I don't, I'm, I have the same brain that I had when I was 18. And then I'm like, oh my god, 2000 was a long fucking time ago. Holy shit, 1982 didn't you know that was a long fucking time ago, man? Right. Anytime somebody says 40 years, you're like, wow, that's a long time. And then you go, wait, I'm that long time. So plus two years. Yeah, yeah, but you know what? Hmm. I, and this is it's as easy as this because I don't freak out about my age, you know, at all. But yeah. I'm like I'm here, like I'm I'm fairly healthy. A lot of people have passed, you know, of good friends that have been younger and stuff. Like I'm gonna try to take care of my family the best that I can, and just like I kind of take life day by day now, which okay. uh, that helps me because yes. I try not to look too deep into the future because when I do, it fucks me up. So absolutely, I, I did that all this week with like, oh, I have to host five shows. It's like, no, you just have to host today. Just host today. Yeah. And then tomorrow would come, you just have to host today. You know, because when I would think about five days or four days or even three days, that was throwing me off. So I'm like smaller chunks on it. Smaller chunks. Yeah. And, and I, that helps. And I think, and honestly, like I tell my wife, if she'll, she'll ask me, I don't know, she'll go, hey, you want to go to Colorado, you know, this December? And I'm like, I just, I can't answer that right now. You know, I'm just like, I'm not, I, I don't even want to think about it just because I'm right here. And I don't know. Money and stuff. Well, I mean, that's, I mean, like, you know, yeah, she would say that. And I'd be like, where the f- how are we paying for this? Right, it's right. actually not too expensive to go to. I'm, not, I'm talking about like, like I a know skiing, like a skiing thing. Oh, yeah. Brian was detailing how much he spent. No. He's like, oh, it was only 10 grand. No, no, Anna, like, I've been to Denver. Uh, I went a couple of times to see a show. And then I took Phoebe out there and Baby Kush when she was the best. When she was six months. And I mean, like, we just stayed at a hotel. Like, we went downtown. We went to Red Rocks. Like, mm-hmm. so you're just paying for the flight and hotel. I'm not Boulder's like, there's not too far. Yeah, I'm not skiing. I'm not, you know, getting, oh, I see. I'm not getting instructions. I don't have to get fancy jackets you know and all that shit so yeah yeah, a a trip to Denver actually isn't that expensive for what we're doing but yeah I'm just saying like I am not I can't get too deep into the future you know like even when you would talk about oh your birthday's coming up your birthday's coming up like I didn't really lean into my birthday until this morning and I stepped outside and I you know breathed some fresh air and a uh, fresh 42 year old man yeah and I was like I get it I was like hey I'm fucking here you know like that's that's the best thing that I can tell myself is that I'm still here so I got business to handle you know what is that business 
Right now, I feel like it's showing up here, you know, doing a great job every day, trying to help out this show. And my business also is, you know, trying to make sure that my family is as, you know, taken care of and supported as it possibly can be. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's kind of that's kind mm-hmm. of my things that I focus on each day. And they both obviously sometimes bring me, you know, terrible, you know, crippling anxiety. Yes. But also I know that those are the things that I, I know are, you know, the most important right now. So um, maybe if you just get a, a define your, you know, like Dan was talking about the U.S. military's mission and why people are enjoying and it's there's no defined mission yeah. maybe it's almost you have to define your mission in life well i think this is the issue that is sounded that, good i don't know i know it's, it's i believed it okay all right, yeah i want to join the army thank be you. all i can be motherfucker <laughs> hell yeah i think that the issue is that there there isn't one and let me explain so we always assume if we have anxiety that something's wrong or if we're a little bit sad something's wrong or we feel you know not great something's wrong that that and we think that my brain is is malfunctioning. Yes, it's not. Like I, the more I learn about, you know, I, I studied physical anthropology. Maybe not the most lucrative field to go into <laughs> at any given moment ever. Um, well, look where it got you. You get to beg for money for Cash Fuck App. Yeah, so. Cash App, PayPal, the Bubba Army. Don't do Venmo. I mean, we still take it here. You know, go ahead and just say you know because oh, of the podcast yeah. here. I mean, hopefully someone will hear this, feel inspired, and at any given moment, you know, decide to donate. Even money, if you just sure. send a fucking dollar. I mean, if you just say two live Jews sent me here I mean the bubble will be like wow they're moving the needle (laughs) they got something going on with this show (laughs) I've never listened to before yeah but what I've learned is that it's not a malfunctioning brain and you're not supposed to be happy and I know that sounds sad but it's actually really liberating because you always think that if you're not happy then something's wrong you need medication or you need you know to go to therapy and and maybe you do need those things absolutely absolutely but what you need to know is that your brain isn't designed to be happy. So when you're not happy, instead of panicking and thinking I'm broken, you go, this is totally normal and part of the human condition. Why? Why are we? Why? Why? Because why your brain our... doesn't care about happiness. Your brain cares about making sure that you survive and that you reproduce. Why do we have these? Why do we have these feelings of like being anxious and all that? Why? Why are? Why are? You know? And we talked about. And yes, a lot of people get those feelings. Why are? Certain... It's misguided fear. I know. I I totally agree. I'm just saying, like, why do we have those? Why do we have those negative feelings? Why do we turn excitement into fear when other people turn excitement into excitement? Because those are the things where I go. This is where I feel like I'm not right. As I go, I this anxiety is affecting my life. Right. You know, and that's where I, other people can get through their like Brian. Brian's not on. Brian's any- probably fucked up, and he just right. doesn't show it. Right. Well, like I look at Brian and I go, "All right, Brian doesn't drink. Like he doesn't do drugs. Like I don't. He, he drinks, said, but I, I was like, yeah, I, I, yeah. I'm like, how does he fall asleep at night? Because you know, I'll hit the vape or something. And I'm sitting here thinking, like, I, I don't know. Like I couldn't go through life like that. I mean, I. Now, I'm not saying he's living his life wrong. He's living his life completely the right way and the best way for his family and everything. But I'm like, shit, man. Like, I need to take my mind into another place because life is overwhelming every yeah. single day. So sometimes I just need to feel like, you know, I'm halfway here and I'm halfway not. Yeah. And and what I'm learning and what you just did and I do every day of my life, so I'm not telling you not to do it, is that comparison really is the thief of all joy. And I was telling myself, like, maybe I am spending a bit too much time, and I know I have to do the Instagram for work, but sometimes I linger, Seth, and I start scrolling, and I start looking at things, and then you're constantly bombarded by images that show people living their best lives, and maybe you are comparing yourself to their lives, and you're like, wow, I don't have that, I don't look like that, my butt doesn't look like that, I don't have that kind of money, how has this person got it 
it all figured out and I don't, even though you know social media is fake most of the time, just being bombarded by those images constantly, I think negatively affects you. So my whole thing is like, you asked, why do we feel this way? Yes. Well, everybody has their thing. So for example, like I've seen people who are gregarious, they're good businessmen or women or babies, whatever. And then you put those motherfuckers in front of a mic and they just seize up and they're petrified. You know what I mean? But for you, you feel perfectly fine in front of a mic. And then you see them doing things like, I don't know, uh, what brings you anxiety? Usually there's so many things. Uh, being think. in a hot air balloon. There you go. And that's their cup of tea where that's just fun for them. And they enjoy it. And you're like, wow, they're just hot air balloon. And so well, I wish I could do shit like that. So it's not that people like Brian don't experience negative emotions. They, they certainly do. But like I was talking about at the beginning of the podcast, you know, I think that I am quote a mad scientist because I think when I compare myself to other people and I'm like really excited about something I really show it like I'm I wear my heart on my sleeve in in both directions whether I'm feeling really good or really bad and then in the next quadrant people who feel really good like good emotions much more than most people and then feel negative emotions not so much which is what everyone would want those are called the cheerleaders so they're just like always kind of like yeah it's okay that this happened it's no big deal but everything's fine i wish i was one of those people i wish i was too then you have the worst one which i think is uh is it's called the poet so those people in my mind are like the kurt cobain's where they're like really creative. They feel negative emotions very intensely. Almost tortured, right? Yeah, but they never really feel positive emotions very strongly either, or they don't feel a positive emotion strongly at all. And I think that would be the worst one to be in. And then the final quadrant are the judges, where they're really not moved either way. And I know people like this, It's they're usually men, where they're really not that excitable, you know? And they're really not, you can't really make them feel that bad. They're just kind of like, chill and i think that that's also kind of cool too so yeah that's i mean you're you're, you're leveled out at that point so right. i i'm you know what i don't where am i where do you got me I mean, I feel like it's more of like a self-reporting thing. No, 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 it's not, Anna. You read about him. You tell me what quadrant I'm in. I, I won't be offended. I think you're in the same quadrant as me. I think you're a mad scientist. Mad scientist, okay. Yeah, I, I think so, because I feel like I've seen you very, I don't know how much of it is for radio, but I've seen you like pretty fucking stoked about shit. Yeah, no, I don't, I, Anna, the one thing I can't fucking fake is being happy or excited, you know? Okay. Like, if I have it, like, and I and if I have the genuine excitement and it's not anxiety, like, I'm so happy that it's the actual real excitement, yeah. you know? So, yeah, I mean, look, there's just shit that fucking, you know, makes me, makes me really happy. But, like you talked about, throughout the day, I'm content. You know, when people are like, oh, yeah. my God, are you happy? I'm like, I'm good. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm good. Like, every, if mm-hmm. everything's cool, like, I'm good. And yeah. I know that sounds like a very vague statement, but that's how I try to stay because there are going to be moments where shit is not going well, and I don't want to always be in a horrible place because then when you have horrible things happen, you got to go there. So I'm trying not to live in scenarios that aren't happening right now. Yeah, I'm just trying hard with that. I think you're. I think you're doing good. You're. I feel like you're in a much better place than you honestly than you were when you left the last time. So oh, I'm happy for you. It, it was... seems like you got it more on the straight and narrow. I'm most of the time. I'm doing pretty well. Like, I almost wish that I would spend more time in kind of, like, contentedness because I feel like lately, and I'm like, am I developing, 
bipolar disorder or something? Because I, when I get happy, I get so happy. I'm like, oh, I'm so happy. And I feel like this is kind of a weird thing to say, but I feel like I'm like dripping in gratitude. Like I'll walk outside and I'm like, ah, I'm so glad I don't live in Gaza. I mean, I feel like <laughs> I have the same probability as being born to like a Hamas terrorist and I'm stuck in this fucking shithole of Gaza hiding under tunnels. I'm getting shot at. My own people are using me as a human shield. I'm a, I'm a five-year-old in Gaza. I mean, that would fucking blow. That sucks. And Or Ukraine or China, like all these places that I just wouldn't want to live in. I'm so grateful that I live where I live and I'm healthy and my legs work. I can't tell you how many times and I, I, you know, no shade to Brandon the Quad, but I use my legs for so much. Yeah. And I see someone in a wheelchair and I'm like, fuck, like maybe they're living their best life and they're doing what they can do. But I'm like, ah, that makes me so grateful that I can walk, that I can run, that I don't have to like search for ramps everywhere I go. Like that's never on my radar. Not a lot of them everywhere. Yeah, that's yeah. the thing. <laughs> There's going to be more in Tampa. I think they're, they're better. Someone, be, someone man. sued someone and I, I tell you what, a lot more curves with with ramps. I'm not a, I haven't been a, a wheelchair guy at all but you know when you have a kid and you got that stroller and then you got to start right. you got to start carrying the stroller up fucking 15 you know flights of stairs then you start really recognizing who appreciates handicapped people in wheelchairs and <laughs> elevators you, and yeah, ramps i tell you what and... it's not a lot of fucking businesses out there okay i know i know they really need to be more I, handicap friendly i think what when, when you talked about how you cried yesterday how you did your thing i told phoebe yesterday that i thought that i had i had had a lot of stress over the last few months, a lot of anxiety. And I felt like when I was throwing up, I was kind of purging all that. Like, I felt like I was just getting need- the demons out. Yeah, that's kind of what it, fe- it really yeah. fucking feels like. That. I know, right? So I think for you, if you're crying, you take a shot. Like, that is your way of feeling better. I don't think that's bad at all. No, so no. I think, I, think I, I just, I was like, on a, you're just feeling it like natural childbirth. And you don't need to, like I tell myself, like, you don't need to medicate, just get through it, you know, ride it like a wave, and it'll pass. And guess what? It fucking did. I got a great night's sleep. I woke up this morning and I was like, let's fucking go. LFG, let's fucking go. And go. here I am. I'm feeling a lot better. I'm probably going to have a great day today, which obviously scares me because maybe tomorrow is going to be a lot worse like it was yesterday. No, we're at the, I don't know. We're at the finish. Listen, I talked to, have you talked to Sponge? Yes, I didn't want to bring that up, but you go first. You didn't want to bring it. You did or didn't? I did, did. Yes. Uh, well, I, I spoke to him yesterday for very briefly. I don't know what he was doing, but he sounded busy. Um, I needed a favor from uh, from him for a buddy of mine, yeah, sir. I, I, which I told you about. Cool, you did, yeah. Cool favor, right? Super cool. Yeah, super. it's a super cool favor. I don't know if we'll ever be able to talk about it, but maybe we'll talk about it on this podcast. I don't think anybody listens to this. But I talked to Sponge, needed the favor, had to explain it to him. So let me set up the, <laughs> let me set up the Bubba call, uh, and I talked to Sponge over five minutes he was like how was the show and i was like dude it was great i was like on did a great fucking job i was like everybody stepped up i was like it was really really good dude he's like fucking great like that he like he was just happy to hear that and he's did like he hear the show at all i don't think so okay he didn't, that's really funny because i think your phone call affected why he texted me something <laughs> what the fuck? I said, no, it's a good thing. It's a good thing. Oh, okay, it's okay. Good thing. Well, good you, thing. Don't, you are not setting this up like a good thing. I'm sorry. You better start rewiring your fucking brain, bitch, because you made me feel like <laughs> I did a bad thing. No, it's just funny because, like, if anything, anything he hears from you, like, filters to me, and it's I as just, his thoughts. <laughs> yes, pretty much. So it's just really funny because not that it takes away from anything, and maybe he didn't. If he didn't hear the show, then I don't know. I don't know how I feel about the text anymore. Should I read it? Yeah. 
Okay. Yeah. I'm tra- at one twenty eight, one twenty p.m. yesterday. At this point, I, I think I'm crying. I think I'm crying in my car. Oh, at this okay. Point. I thought he, this was the Bubba. not because of Bubba. I thought this was the text that Bubba sent no, you. No, 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 no. Okay. This is the text that Bubba sent me. I'm just I'm painting the picture. You're of where crying, I am. not Bubba. I am crying I, in the car. I, I, had nothing to do with the show. I'm just having an episode where I'm like, you got your I ass suck. I fuck. Yeah. I fucking blow. I'm never gonna learn anything. I'm dumb. I'm stupid. Like all just these thoughts. Just a blue belt bitch forever. Yeah, blue belt. And here's the thing. I feel like they'll just elevate me because they feel sorry for me. Like again, I think everyone is lying to me. Yeah. But Paranoid schizophrenic. They're gonna have to whatever the highest honor is in jujitsu. You're gonna have it before it's all said and done because you're a woman, right? Exactly. We have to, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like an affirmative action, Willie. I didn't really earn it. And if you put on a dick, you would get that belt a lot quicker. So <laughs> <laughs> you're right. Damn the patriarchy. Um, all right. So yesterday, 1:20 p.m. This is from Bubba the Love Sponge. I'm so proud of you. You are absolutely doing a fantastic job hosting the show. I'm so thankful for you, Bubba. Now, if he did, in fact, listen, that's the highest compliment anyone could give me. If he didn't listen at all, (laughs) whatever, it's fine. It's still, I like it still. Let me tell you this. This is one, this is old. This is what I've known about Bubba since I came back. I know that he, if he's not listening to the show, he has people that he really trusts that are listening to the yes. shows. And, you know, like he said, was it, uh, what's the the people that he has? The, 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 the council. The council. He's got the council. So, you know, people are updating him on, you know, what they hear. Bubba reads the feedback. Like, I'm sure Bubba has time at night to go through and read everything. And sure. Like, I for everything that I've seen, and everything's has been fairly positive for the most part. Like, I'm, I'm, oh, yeah. I'm surprised how, how you know, positive people are being about this. But Bubba, he knows all about that stuff. So, you know, I talked to Bubba at, at 10 o'clock yesterday. So, you know, was I on his mind three hours later? I don't know. Did he hear from somebody else that said you did a great job where he's like, oh, shit, I've heard this from three people that I really trust. I mean, look. He gets that, a little bit more specific about how I how good I am. Oh, he does. You, oh, sorry. Which, I thought that was it. Well, uh, let's hear. Again, it, it just makes if he didn't hear any of it, then I'm like, you know. Let me hear, bitch. It's just playing into the fact that everyone is lying to me. Oh, Seth. my God. <laughs> I'm kidding. Uh, uh, give it to me. So I respond and I go, wow, that honestly makes me tear up because I was already crying. Remember? <laughs> <clears throat> Unrelated to Bubba at all. You know, just uh, yeah. me crying. I go, I really appreciate you saying that. I'm trying my best and I don't want to let you and the team down. That's that's me. Um, what was the word? Projecting because I am in that moment feeling like I'm letting myself and everyone around me down. And you feel like he's giving you a pity text? No, I feel like he listened and he's like, wow. And I'm like, wow. Thinking in my head, I'm like, this couldn't have been better timed. Like, I'm having an absolute mental breakdown right now and the fucking sponge could feel it. And he's like, I'm gonna send this bitch a text and tell her how great she is. And he says to me then, you're really doing great. You're becoming a very good host. So he didn't listen to I guess. And I go, seriously, that means so much to me. Thank you. And then he sent me, much like a boomer would do, my dad does this, just random emojis. emojis. Yeah, that's good. He gives me a muscle flex and a thumbs up. Oh, and wow. I'm like, I thought he gave yeah. you a heart or something like no, that. No, no, no. It's like he, like, I'm flexing and he's just like right on. Well, you know, Bubba only probably has flexing and manly emojis like that. That's I can't true. imagine he's got any kissy faces that have been in his yeah, you know, no. most frequently used. Well, listen. But is it that far-fetched that Bubba would either read feedback or pop in, you know, YouTube and scroll through a show? And, and Like, I don't think it is. If he didn't, then he's got people that he trusts that, that are telling him these things, and he trusts them enough to, you know, wear 
he believes what they say. And absolutely, I, I mean, that's why we have this show, right? He hasn't listened to one fucking second of this show, but he, he knows that it's it's fucking stellar. The council, he, he does. I don't think he gives. He doesn't. Bubba doesn't give a fuck what we're doing on the podcast as long yeah. as we're doing numbers. So, yeah, yeah. But, but but the numbers are are moving the needle, the right? Numbers are the numbers are very very good oh, on it. It's like, and good. I know people that listen to podcasts. I know everybody's got their different theories and all this shit, but it you know the older stuff. Doesn't move the needle. No matter how good Bubba's older shit is. No matter is, how many panties and titties were, were out. And listen, that was my queefing. Bubba was serious, and Bubba, you know, in '98 Rock, that's when I listened to Bubba. That was like, that's you know, those are the great years. Like Brent, fucking when Spice and all those guys were rolling together. Like mm-hmm. that was like to me the best lineup, you know, that Bubba's had. You yeah. know, so it's when people say this is a great lineup, I'm like, man, those guys are great. But it's it's so interesting when I I throw up a podcast with you know me and you. And we're doing more numbers than Bubba's fucking full-on show when he had, you know, like a 25 share back in the day. Yeah. Like that kind of, it doesn't give me an ego, but I'm just, it just goes to show that new content. Yes, just, is supreme. It, it is. And I know people are like, oh, you know, put up this, put up this. But like, there's, there's no point in putting up anything that's not gonna, that's not gonna help us out, you know? Right, and right. I'm not trying to get downloads just for the sake of getting downloads. I want this new program that we're doing. You know, we got three shows. We're work, I'm working on a fucking show with Colton, working on something more consistently with Brent. You know, I know Tara, that you've, yep. you've talked about doing stuff with Tara. Like, mm-hmm. I'd like to try to, you know, bring more of a, like, a, a sports show potentially, mm-hmm. you know, with Rhett and Lummy, make them kind of have a podcast as well. So, like, there's things that I want to do, and, and there's an appetite for it, man. That yeah. Bubba's fans really, they appreciate... Hungry all, for it. They appreciate all the content, whether we're opening up fucking cards or, you know, whether you're racing <laughs> Dr. Dan, like, whatever it is yeah they're appreciative and that's the kind of stuff where you know it makes you want to keep going and it's having this connection with the listeners is is far better for me than when you know i've been in other radio stations where you know you don't hear back from people as much or you know it's not as caller driven or anything like that like having the connection with these people knowing that they give you you know positive feedback for the most part knowing that Mm -hmm. they they Oh Jesus! Are you okay? I'm dying. Don't die. I'm Forty-two. Um, you know, just knowing that, you know, how much we mean to people on on certain days, like they let us know about it, and um, you know, that makes me feel good. Like I want to, I want to help people out. You know, that are going through shit. I want to be here every day. Like I've changed my mindset. Like, I let people say shit about me. Mm-hmm. You know, if I interact with them, I'm interacting with them for the sake of you know just getting more analytics up. But I'm truly not bothered by things I see anymore, and that is a huge difference than where I was at three years ago. Yeah, I, I feel like I'm I'm pretty much there. Although sometimes if I'm having like a weak moment, it's like a hernia, you know? You're, you're keeping all this these intestines inside of you, but if, if something's a little weak, it'll pop through every now and again. And that's how I feel sometimes with negative comments where I'm like, eh, fuck you, it's fine, it's fine. But then some weird will like, you know, fuck with me. Like some guy sent me some. I was getting a lot of great messages from people. I was in a pretty good mood before I started, you know, crying and having a mental breakdown. Yeah. But up until that point, it was all right. And I was reading some of the feedback and I'm getting messages from like FTE, uh, Amy and other. Oh, yeah, she just texted me. Happy yeah, birthday. She, yeah, she's so sweet. And she's like always lets me know like when I'm doing well or even if I'm not, she's just a good friend and, you know, shouts me out. And I appreciate that very much. You know, stuff from like Jeremy Nash. So people are saying nice things to me. And then some fucking random asshole is in like some hidden message thing. I'm like, oh, let me see what this guy says. And he's just like, like, you look like a fucking duck with your hair like that. And I was just like, <clears throat> it didn't like, I wasn't like, fuck you or anything, but I'm just like, really, dude? Like, you took time out of your day to try to make me feel bad. I obviously didn't respond to it or even didn't even like block him. I just, 
kept scrolling. But, you know, that didn't really bother me. But on, like, any random occasion, someone will just say something to me, and I feel like I snap. Well, let me give you this one. This one I was feeling so good. This is the night that I threw up, I think. I was feeling so good about my Brent interview because I heard great things about it. It was doing good numbers. Then you get, like, a weird tweet, too, that's... Uh, aren't you the podcast guy for Bubba? Do you check your levels before publishing? Can you cry more? Your audio production is shit. <laughs> Brent Hatley was a great get. Two pathetic failures. Can you say so or vocal drag more than an 18-year-old girl? So, yeah, know, that's those are the kind of tweets where you're like, mm. and then he went in and he put something under a picture of me and my daughter. And, you know, Ugh. that was a decision to finally block the man. Most of the time yes. I'll mute, but when you get my kid involved, I'm just going to block you from coming to my page. But those are the kind of things where I'm not going to interact. Like, I retweeted it after I blocked him. But when you see that shit, you're like, what? It, how fucked up are people, yeah. man? But you know what the fucked up part is? Is that, and I do this, I'm not going to speak for you, but, like, you consider it. You know, because like you see all these great things like awesome, awesome. And then someone says something mean, whether it's about your looks or about your talent or about if they like you or they agree with your opinions. And for just a split second before the fuck you comes, you go, are they right? Like, that's what my brain does. And immediately I'm like, no, fuck that motherfucker. Like, he's a fat, you know, and I'll just go through a bunch of things. But initially what why you get upset is it forces you to consider that it, it might be the truth. Is well, that too deep? I, no, I think you might be right. I don't. I didn't consider that the truth at all. But I was. I am bothered by when you go ahead and you. This guy sent me three separate tweets. You know, <laughs> all telling me about how awful I was, how I can't afford anything for my daughter, and certain things like that. When you see like a litany of them, like I'm like, okay, this person is clearly unhinged and is trying to get at me, and I just can't. I can't have that at all. It doesn't show me that you're a pussy if you decide to blue, be, mute or block somebody. Yeah, get, you're just like an avatar. I doubt you have like a real picture or anything. Yeah, like I'm just that. getting this. I'm just getting this shit out of my mm-hmm. life so i mean obviously the guy downloaded it and he listened to it and all yeah. this but i don't look at that and go all right man thanks for the download i'm just like wow there's some really angry people Disturbed out there people it is sad it is sad but we got our own selves to worry about we can't worry about the fucking twitter trolls exactly so there you go two live jew that's probably almost an hour right there yeah i thought it was really good that was actually really cathartic thank you always Pulling something out of our dicks on this show. I know. I honestly, I had like a bunch of shit written down. I was like, I don't know where this is going to go. And then we just kind of took off and I'm so glad. I love it when I don't get to anything that I wrote down because it was just a genuinely good, thorough conversation. I told you, motherfucker. You know? I said I could be right here. I could be your co-host. I could be your... You're uh, one of my two. Two live Jew. Yes, and I could do this shit without anybody, <laughs> you know, without no story. I, I would stop doing that. We're going to get canceled. Content. <laughs> Sorry. Bye, guys. <laughs>